Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. Hi, my name's Shane Smith, and I'm that confused feeling you have when you shit really, really hard, and then you stand up to flush it, and there is nothing in the bowl. <laughs> that is very confusing. Uh, that's mostly me, because I never shit. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my life. But anyway... <laughs> I'm the dignity that got lost in a stranger's asshole, Noelle Cummings. There you go. Would you <laughs> butt-themed? <laughs> I know. We're into butts today. Maybe I was shitting the dignity. And yeah, <laughs> and that's I just what can't it was. see it in the bowl. It was just a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, man. Use the bidet. You get the dignity out. Yeah, I need to. You know, how would you be okay with that? Me just getting a spare key here so I could just shit in your toilet and use the bidet? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, you don't even really need a spare key. One of us is here pretty often. Y'all don't wake up till like two in the afternoon. Oh, so. true. I would. That would be a nightmare if I woke up at like noon to pee in the middle of what is my night uh-huh. and I opened the door and caught you shitting. <laughs> Mid fucking water shooting up my asshole. Oh, yeah. no. Anyway, welcome to Freaky Geeks, everybody. I hope this is not the first episode <laughs> you're ever listening to. First time listeners, escape now. Yeah. Go to a different episode. This is there's, this is dark territory. Yeah. You must never go here. Don't come here. You need at least three episodes to graduate to this yes, episode. Yes, very much so. All right. Uh, today we are talking about kinks. Yep, we're talking about BDSM and kinks and fetishes and all of that glory. It's gross. It's not gross. It's hot. It's not hot. It's everything you want it to be mm-hmm. and more. Yeah, it's all the things it's at fun. once. It's fun. We share a little personal information about ourselves. Like usual. <laughs> oh, some of us go way too far with it. And by some of us, I mean Noel. And literally also. Yeah. Oh, man. Ugh. Anyway, uh, it's a great episode. Um, we did research for this episode. Yes, we did. We visited a dungeon, and we'll talk to you all about that during the episode. So um, do you have anything going on you want to talk about? Uh, nope. I'm just uh, relaxing till October rolls around when I, uh, you know, come out of my hole and use all of my energy and time and resources, and then I fade into nothing until next Halloween. You know, speaking of relaxing, you know what is relaxing? Hanging out at Black Salt where they have the perfect <laughs> relaxing atmosphere for you to get tattooed. 930 South Main Street, Black Salt Studio, tattooed. Go get there. Go get go get tattooed. Go I get said there. I said that sentence backwards. Go get to doesn't matter. Listen, <laughs> I had a minor stroke on air just now. <laughs> um, oh go God. get tattooed at Black Salt Studio. We love it there. Casey and Will are the best. Yeah, if you aren't following them, man, I have honestly been just going to Casey's Instagram to see what she's doing. Yeah, she is off the chain. I've been showing her off like I'm her proud mother. Like literally today at breakfast with my aunt and like her hippie friends, I was like, look at these tattoos. She's doing some fucking killer stuff. And I, it's unbelievable. If you were even considering it, go check out her and Will on Instagram or Facebook and physically see the beautiful art that you get to have on you for the rest of your life. Yeah. I was hanging out with, uh, this is a name drop, but I was, this is real. I was hanging out with Casey, the tattoo artist who works at Black mm-hmm. Salt, her significant other, Steve, mm-hmm. Steven, Stefan, Stephon. however you want to say his name. He's great. He's Stephen Rose. He's, very, he's the best. Yeah. He's a very handsome man. 
And uh, we were hanging out with Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joe Rogan said Casey was very intense. <laughs> it was really funny. And I was like, yeah, she's cool. Yeah. Uh, it was a good time, though. Um, Casey's the greatest. You really should go get tattooed by her. Absolutely. Um, I get compliments on the tattoo she did on me all the time. Yeah. Anytime I get complimented, I'm like, go to Casey. It's because of her. I'm yeah, actually yeah. a hideous monster. She makes me look okay. I mean, debatable. <laughs> <laughs> when I try. Um. Yeah. Do you? So you have nothing going on in the future besides October? Yeah, just October. I'm booked out. What about you? You were just on a podcast. Anime Bonsai and Fear <laughs> No, you were just. I was on a podcast. <laughs> oh, great. I. It, but it's great. I'll tell you all about it next week. It doesn't come out for two weeks, so I'll plug it next week. There you go. And uh, it was good. I think I. Yeah, I was fine. I'm just kidding. I wasn't fine. I'm I'm a terrible everywhere I go. I say horrible <laughs> things. Also, if you're one of our listeners who live in L.A., and I know some of you do live in L.A., I'll be in L.A. late August. Come say hi to me. I'll be performing and doing other things there. That'll be a good time. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Look hoping. for his social media for dates or not, because he's rarely on Twitter. Who knows? I'm, I've been better. Motherfucker lies. Find me on Twitter, Shadozer, S-H-A-Y-D-O-Z-E-R. <laughs> I've been all over. I've been fucking crushing it on Twitter. I almost mm-hmm. said Tinder. <laughs> Tinder, because I've been looking at my friend's Tinder, and it's a horrible. Yeah, it's a sad I time. had a tweet that got 150 favorites. Oh, wow. Look I'm at you. Famous. You have so much internet credit. Go buy a house with all that. Kill myself. In any case, <laughs> um, no. In, in, in reality, I am Shadozer like everywhere. Go follow me online, please, because I have been trying harder yeah. to interact with people. And I've been having really funny, great conversations with people I don't even know. And that kind of shit makes me happy. I know everyone's like, you're on Facebook too much. But like, I am enjoying the people there. Give yeah. me a fucking break. Get off my back, huh? Yeah. Come on. Have a good time. Have a little fun. Yeah. Loosen your belt a little bit. Exactly. I, I don't like bars. Facebook is the only way I'm going to get that Facebook is your bar. Thank you. So I get it. It is and full of idiots, and I like three or four people there. So it is <laughs> it like is a bar. It is literally <laughs> a bar. And you're like, why am I here so long? It's <laughs> two in the morning. Get the fuck off. Why am I watching that crackhead pop a pimple? I mean, it's literally the same thing. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but post more of where you're going to be in date so people can find you and follow you. True, true. It's me calling you out and forcing you to okay. now. Yeah, you're right. I need to. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll be doing that. Um, I have no idea about dates. I do know September 8th I'll be performing in Provo at Dry Bar. Uh, I'll be doing two shows that night. I don't know the times. I'm assuming 7 and 9. Um, I'll be filming a special for what is Mormon Netflix, a Whoa. thing called VidAngel. It'll be all clean jokes. So if you're listening to this, I probably I'm not for you. You don't <laughs> care. Uh, they, they're still funny. It's just that I'm like doing a special for this website where um, the idea is that everything is clean. Mm-hmm. And if they ask me for my credits, I'm gonna say this podcast, and they're gonna be bummed out when they yeah, listen they to are. it later. They're gonna be very upset. Oh man, I did clean shows this last weekend in Ogden, Utah. Uh, for those of you who aren't from Utah, uh, from Utah, Ogden is a place 45 minutes north of where I live in Salt Lake City. I performed there, did some clean shows for a lot of uh, very LDS people, Mormons, for mm-hmm. those of you not from Utah. And uh, they used Freaky Geeks as one of my credits. Woo! So I'm pretty sure some new listeners heard our intro and immediately shut it off and yeah. have to have a very interesting conversation with their bishop now. Yeah, I mean, it's a good call. Get the fuck out of here. Woo! 
pray about it. That's rough. For those of you who, like, listen to us that aren't from Utah, and I know there's so many more of you these days, uh, when you're Mormon and you do something wrong, you have to confess, I think. But it's not like a Catholic where you confess to a priest who might not even work where you are or know you, and it's anonymous. You confess to a bishop who is a the leader of your church and you have to do it face to face in his office yeah there's no hiding behind Ooh. the fucking curtain for you nothing like looking into a grown man's face and he's like what have you done wrong and he's like well I heard a woman named Noel Cummings talk about fisting and so now I'm here I'm very confused yeah. I listened to fisting for 45 minutes <laughs> please fucking save me Woo! welcome Brutal. to Freaky Geeks also right. um, thank you to everyone who um bought some of the merch i threw up there last minute um that website we don't really make that much money on but we wanted to give you guys something to have and just test a few designs out and people are starting to get their stuff in and it fucking rules the shane kills love shirt and did it come in i'm yeah it's coming in that everything's slowly coming in if um some people have gotten their mugs um so thank you, Tyson, for posting that picture so we could see the beautiful um, Arlene Warnos quote I had. Yeah. On a mug, so it's super cool. I like that I kill love. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a fun little design, too. So. Erections aren't the only thing I kill. <laughs> um, it's also your Christianity. Mm, mm. That is real. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, we will be at Anime Bonsai. Yes, which is in October. Yeah, yeah. Everything is in October, everyone. It sucks We're that everything's in October. We're getting crazy in October. So um, until then, thank you so much for listening. Noel, do you want to tell them where to find you online? Sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, GnarlyQuinnCost, G-N-A-R-L-E-Y-Q-U-I-N-N-C-O-S. Um, Twitter is where I'm disgusting. Instagram is where I post mostly. I have a Facebook page for my cosplay, but fuck facebook and of course find us both in the freaky geeks group on facebook yeah and also if you want to see a recent pornographic film noel did google lemon party (laughs) (laughs) so there is that awesome thank you so much for listening to freaky geeks everyone please enjoy this episode all about kinks hail satan hail satan For the past 10 years, Tom has spent every spare moment becoming a dog. I'm in here for a long, long, long time, um, if facilities needed. Puppy training pads. What's a puppy training pad? Puppy training pads. Um, they're there for small puppy spills normally, um, but they're quite absorbent. And it, mean, it just means that if I do get sort of suddenly caught out, I've got the chance to relieve and relax it's like but it's like any resort town where they're like look how beautiful our beaches and hotels are don't mind our starving kids and like kicking them away and shit yeah every place has that though i mean there's no place that doesn't have that yeah resort towns are a little bit worse it reminds me of like the fake cityscapes in disneyland that are like drawn and you can run into them like that's how most of hawaii is they're like you 
cannot leave the resort. <laughs> you cannot leave the resort. I mean, that's how like Cabo. Yeah, and, and Jamaica. That's how fucking any place all of that's them. beautiful is. But at the same time, think about all the... Lo- for every local that's like mad, they're like, oh, fucking people who come here, tourists. Think about the locals who like the local who manages the fucking uh, hotel or whatever that feeds his family and his kids get to go to school. He's like, fuck yeah, these tourists rule. Yeah. So I mean, for, for every... For every tourist who brings money and helps some locals, other locals are resentful. It's just a whole thing. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I want to be a fucking rich-ass white person retiring on Maui, but... I'll be a rich-ass person of any color. (laughs) If someone wants to make me rich, I'll be black. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, money doesn't care what color you are. It's true. When you get enough of it. If you have enough (laughs) of it, you could do anything. (laughs) (laughs) You could stab anybody. It's real. You could rape as many people as you want. Yep. You've got enough money. Yeah. Don't care. Racism is for poor people. It is. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of poor people, we are here. Whew, controversial <laughs> beginning. <laughs> oh, my God. We are here. Um, oh, uh, let's man. see. Uh, I don't know how much of that was recorded. Yeah, that the was The whole rough. part of that beginning speech where you were yelling about how you hate brown people. I don't know if that got into the oh, podcast. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> no oh. way. So uh, let's. we're talking about kinks today. We'll start off simply by defining kink according to the dictionary. So a kink is a short, tight twist or curl caused by a doubling or winding of something upon itself, a mental or physical peculiarity. There you go. Eccentricity or quirk, whim, a clever, unusual way of doing something, a cramp in some part of the body. That'll happen. An imperfection <laughs> likely to cause difficulties in the operation of something or unconventional sexual taste or behavior. I like all of those. Yeah, they're pretty good. I feel like I've. it's the word that applies to me liberally. Sure, yeah, in all sense of it. Sexually and then just in my everyday. And not just because my penis curls like a pig's <laughs> yeah, tail. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> just because I have that one hammer toe what that you, curves to the right. What <laughs> would you do if you pull the guy's pants down and his dick was curled? I'd be like, not today. And then I would just walk no out. No way. He would put his dick inside you like your pussy was the cork on a wine bottle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then what? I pop? What? The yeah, fuck? well, no. When no. He pull, imagine when he pulls it out. <laughs> Ugh, no, nope, not, not okay. That's not okay. There's, nope, that's gross. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? I just would want to lay him on some stairs and see if he could roll down like a slinky. <laughs> like a fucking slinky, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, my, my mind went somewhere so fucking gross. I just thought about like, <laughs> if his dick was like a coil, like a pig's tail, then it would be like... <laughs> It would be like the worst visit to the gynecologist because they that's what they basically a microscopic version of that. They like scrape you with in like, you know, to get cell samples. If that's what a dick looked like, it would just scrape every part of you. Yeah, but you want dicks to scrape the inside of you. I mean, when it's in that shape and way, it's more like a fucking snake for getting the hair out of your fucking shower. That's what it would do to your (laughs) vagina. Especially if it's your vagina. Who knows what he's going to get out of there. Just hidden treasure maps. Roto-Rooter, man. Yeah, that's what it is. Roto-Rooter. Man, fuck that. No way. I love how I know so little about the human vagina that i'm like yeah you want it to scrape you right that's what you're into Ugh. 
No, none of that. Ugh, yuck, gross. Don't get me triggered about gynecologist. I can't even talk. A gynecologist visit. A gynecological exam. There you go. Gynecologist. Fuck that. That's what scraping is. Okay, anyway, moving on. Okay, so we're talking about kinks today. We did research for this episode. This is a researched episode, everyone. Are you ready for us to drop some kind of knowledge on you? What did we do for research? Oh, you want me to answer that? Yeah, I want you to answer it. Um, We hung out with uh, my friend Kat. I met her um, when I was like barely 18. I was like, maybe actually I was closer to 19 at that point. I was a young child and she was like, hey, you're beautiful and you play roller derby. You seem like you'd be down for this. Will you let me tie you up and put like five pounds of candy on you? And I was like, absolutely. And how come it's cool when she does that to you? But when I approach 18 year old girls and I'm like, hey, you seem cool. I want to tie you up and put five pounds of something on top of you. They're weird about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the approach. It's all about the approach. So yeah, and that's that's how I met Kat. We've been friends ever since. I mean, how could I not? She took beautiful pictures of me i was absolutely obsessed and that's how i started like falling into um being into the art of rope tying and um the more i became friends with cat the more i learned about her life and the her kinks and what she does and basically at this point i would consider cat like a personal um bdsm guru yeah, she's ve- she's very knowledgeable. One way or the other, she's very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. She's very humble, but she's very knowledgeable. And so, um, we uh, Noel uh, tapped her as a resource, and we went and spoke to her. We visited her. I would say uh, some people would call it a sex dungeon. Yeah. Other people would call it her house. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's both. It's a personal sex dungeon. Yeah, it is her own personal sex dungeon. What so we did learn... Any room is a sex dungeon if you want yeah, it to be bad enough. Yeah, if you want it to be, it can be. Um, what we learned from her was that there's actually two big kink houses in Salt Lake. So, like, houses dedicated to hosting parties. She has her own little space set up for her personally at her house. Yeah, it's kind of like how I have a room in my house dedicated to board games and models, except for <laughs> that's the opposite of sex yes very (laughs) much so literal no one has ever had an orgasm in that room and no one ever (laughs) will oh man (laughs) okay (laughs) oh my god it's so true it's fucking terrible (laughs) um so we went to a personal sex dungeon um which was cool. Usually when I'm in a, usually when I'm exploring a dungeon, I'm playing games with a bunch of virgins and a kid named Kyle is trying to fuck me out of the gold. I've clearly earned. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was cool to be in a dungeon where no one was trying to ruin my experience. I rolled a fucking 17, man. You know, that fucking clears you little bitch. Let me see your fucking dice. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we went there. Uh, we brought both of our significant others, uh, and so it was awesome. She let's just kind of like go over what. Oh, she I had. guess real quick we should define BDSM, right? If yeah, we're gonna probably. bring it up, yeah, BDSM. Yeah. So bondage, discipline, domination, submission, sadism, masochism. So yeah, deal with that, you guys. Just when we talk about like she's into BDSM, she um, will play both roles. 
And that's yeah. what we also learned is that no single person is like, I'm just this, I'm just that. You're you're a ray. You can be a spectrum of things. Yeah, yeah. And also BDSM, as you'll find out as we go on, isn't just a sexual thing. There's much more to it as far as like how it's a lifestyle and a philosophy and almost has like some spiritual or religious elements to it in the way it makes you feel mm-hmm. and how you see yourself and how you carry yourself and it affects your perception of your life and who you are and who other people are to you like anything that we do as people we kind of let it define us a little bit yeah and um you'll also learn that that's both dangerous and incredibly liberating and amazing yeah uh so Let's just start with the very basics of like physically what we saw and what we did though. So uh, f- uh, when we were there, she had all the stuff you would imagine would be in a sex dungeon. Yeah. So she had, had like plus three whips of flogging. Yeah. yeah. Cat and nine tails, um, riding crops, like what you would use on a horse to yeah. correct them. Um, she had like just run of the mill whips and cuffs, not, not handcuffs, not fuzzy, cute handcuffs. You can get, you know, that your friends give you as a little gag. Yeah, LOL, gift. Put it on my mirror in my car. Yeah. Not those. We're talking like restraints. Yeah. Yeah. You like you, <laughs> you are under arrest. Yeah. <laughs> um, then she also had, uh, I mean, there in the, the amount of whips, like there were fuzzy whips, there were leather whips, there were whips with straps, there were tiny whips. It was uh, the array of implements. Like ones of plastic. Yeah, there were all different shapes, sizes, colors, textures, materials, weights, designs. Yeah, the, we could just do an episode on whips. Yeah, seriously. Like they had, and everyone had a purpose and she was telling them all like, Oh, and like this one kind of, there was one that was like almost fuzzy and pink and it had like, like I want to say 10 to 12 little individual straps off of it and it felt good. It was like the whip version of ASMR because it would like, even if it hit you hard, the tickling of the fur or like fuzziness of it was like really relaxing afterwards. So in one second, because she, spoiler alert, she uh, let us all try it on ourselves and each other. And when you got hit with that one, it hurt for the first second. It like stung. And then it was like tickled down your back. Yeah, it was really cool. Very fun experience. Um, It was like a cat's wet dream. Yeah. You know, like oh if my you God, were a yeah. cat, you'd be like, this is the ultimate cat toy right yes. here. No, seriously. Um, some of the whips, like the smaller ones, just like felt good. Almost like someone scratching your back or like giving you a massage. And then some of them hurt a lot. Yeah. Some of them were extremely painful and stingy, like a bee sting. Yeah. And some of them were like heavy, like someone slapping you in the back. Yeah. Like with their whole arm. It was insane. And then she, um, when we were playing with those, she told us like the grid system of the back and like the appropriate safe places to flog or whip someone. Yeah, apparently you're not allowed to whip people's spines. Yeah, riddle so me the I've fuck been doing that. it wrong the whole time. <laughs> Get paralyzed. Become <laughs> paralyzed. You can no longer walk. <laughs> so there's like um the amount of rules to whip someone. You're just like, Can I just torture you? Like how yeah. long? 
Do you think, I mean, like, do they have, do you think people who actually whipped people had rules? I mean. When he's like, your name is Toby. And then he's <laughs> like, I'm, did I hit you in the spine? I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, historically, whipping has not been consensual or fun or sexual. <laughs> but currently, right now, if you're a reasonable, loving, understanding, compassionate, and consenting partner, you have an agreement that you're not going to try to paralyze each other. Yeah. I mean, it is weird to think that the majority of whipping in a dungeon setting is probably like more positive than negative. We've really <laughs> turned it around yeah. from the Inquisition, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> the, the PR team on whipping is, they need a raise. They've <laughs> really yeah. facelifted I mean, that whole you, campaign. If you could have told someone in the Spanish Inquisition that, <laughs> that, that a, guy, a hooded Catholic while they were murdering them, you're like, you know, the hooded Catholics in my timeline, they love and support you after they whip you. <laughs> you know, I am so sorry that... You know, look, oh are you missing God. some of your toes? That looks rough. <laughs> you know, I'm, I apologize. Oh, man. Um, so that's cool. Uh, so aside from just like the ridiculous amount of whipping, by the way, we all got whipped and did some whipping. Yeah, it was no, fun. Um, a Noel did like a thing where she sat in a chair and mm -hmm. got whipped and her ass is like requires two or less or two or more chairs. Yeah. So she was like doing some weird like whipping your butt from underneath or yeah, something. Yeah, I had to sit on this chair and have my butt off the end of it so that the whip could just hit the butt cheeks. And I mean, the whole thing was a bit of a mess for me trying to get my butt cheeks to fit on one chair seat. You thought we would go one episode without talking about Noel's butt or butthole. <laughs> <laughs> you are really wrong. You're a wrong podcast, <laughs> motherfuckers. Uh, so there's that, and then um, yeah, so it was pretty interesting. Uh, so we had we had whips, and from whips we could even talk about the what is it the Saint Saint Oh uh, the Saint Andrew's Cross. So Saint Andrew's Cross was this big apparatus. It's just like it looks like the X, like the Bolton's X. Mm, yes, from uh, the Flayed Man, the Game of Thrones for our Game of Thrones nerds. Basically, it's a giant X, and like you would be strapped to it with your legs and arms, so that you were like doing the Y from the YMCA <laughs> yeah. during the dance. <laughs> Except for nothing, nothing as fun as that dance is about to happen yeah. to you. <laughs> it's fun yeah. to say it. The Y are you whipping me? <laughs> so yeah so you they strap you to that either facing forwards or the other way um and then they whip you so that you can't get away yeah. or whatever and obviously when this is done it's consensual but so she had like a giant saint andrew's cross which was like i think it was like uh plush and then like with leather yeah it was like patent leather it, it had a little bit of cushioning it, it was, was like a beautiful. beautiful piece of furniture it actually it just looked like something that would be cool to have in your living room yeah um, so we threw tyler up there and got to practice uh <laughs> yeah. whipping from afar and learning how to like get that good like overhand like yeah it was really it was pretty cool we got to do that she had everything for so the whips saint andrew's cross she had um like correction collars for like a discipline, like extreme discipline BDSM stuff. And of course like ball gags. And then she had some like fun little toys, like metal rollers. Yeah. The metal roller. Just imagine like, have you ever had one of those plastic massage rollers and you roll it on your like forearm or your thigh? Just imagine if you were like, Man, I wish this roller was like sharp and, and made covered of metal. In spikes. Yeah, and then that's what that is. Yeah. I don't know what it's for. They like rub it on people's nipples wow. and like kind of like tease their stomach. I mean, it's a it's a pleasure pain stimulation, like everything. It just I, looks extremely violent. 
It's yeah. so tiny, but it's the most memorable thing because it looks like a torture device. Yeah, it's crazy scary. I'm sure you could... It's like a pizza cutter. Yeah, a more medieval pizza cutter just <laughs> yeah. covered in spikes. It's like if you're like, but what if pizzas were penises? And then, okay, this is good. Yep, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, so... um. We have the penis pizza cutter, and then uh, she also had lots of costumes. Yes, yes. And, um, of course, in BDSM, a lot of the role-playing is supposed to be taboo and sort of push the limits of your imagination and make you feel maybe uncomfortable or like you're in a situation that's dangerous when it's not, and the idea is like excitement and taboo. Mm -hmm. So a lot of her costumes were like an SS Nazi uniform yeah. uh, or like latex stuff where... Mm -hmm. It looked like, you know, you're a gimp or yeah. whatever, which is like some nightmare shit for me. Yeah. There were some creepy masks and like a witch, like witch doctor plague mask oh, looking right. things. And those uh, weird masks with the beak. Yeah. Which, like a uh, plague doctor. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that those masks exist because uh, Italian doctors used to put herbs up in those masks and then burn them. So that they were breathing in the smoke from the herbs instead of like plague. Black plague. Yeah. yeah <laughs> instead of breathing in the plague. Not how makes... science works because the plague was transferred through fleas. Yeah. Come the fuck on those damn rats. But anyway. So, um, yeah, I think that was one of the most interesting aspects that at first can seem abrasive because you're like, oh, that like is a fucking knockoff SS hat. Like that feels not OK. But then the more you learn about like BDSM and the whole like role playing and you want to be uncomfortable and like a the it's like a theater. Yeah, and so you're going to be your worst nightmare. It almost reminds me of jokes where like not all jokes need to push the limit. But when a good joke pushes the limit and gets away with it, it's extra fun. Yeah. So that is definitely that whole situation. It's take the worst villain in history, the Nazis, and there you go. And now a Nazi is torturing you. Yeah. And but then you're going to come. Yeah. But then you're going to turn it around. You're going to flip it, reverse it and make it work for you. Yeah. It's all about perspective. You know what? If that would be my strategy, if a Nazi was torturing me, I'd just come on him. And he'd be like, <laughs> what? And I would be like, yeah, man, this is where we're at now. <laughs> Deal with that one. And then he would be like, I love you. <laughs> I would be like, I love you too. Your German Hans. accent. I and can't. Then, and he'd be like, we will escape together. <laughs> 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 oh my god and then i'd stab him in the back and then you're like that's from my ancestors bitch. yeah exactly good for you how a nazi would capture me i don't know i'm very alert i'm aware <laughs> of every my head who, is on a fucking swivel everyone who remotely looks like a nazi i'm just like ready all the time <laughs> oh my god um so she had that one room that was kind of like her costume room and even latex in itself is like a fetish that people into so yeah if you wear it and touch it it feels yeah good. and the sounds it makes the touching the like oh, looking of suffocation because there's like these latex beds that like vacuum seal you and that's a whole thing um like there's a lot of um fetishes that don't require um traditional sex or penetration and latex it's, is one of them i just mean imagine if you you know when you go to like brookstone and you sit in a massage chair and it squeezes your ankle with like the pressure mm -hmm. just imagine if you were like okay i love this and you just allowed yourself to get really fucking into that feeling and you were like you know what i want to feel that all over my body all the time and I'm just going to let myself be super the fuck into it and not be ashamed of it. And then that's a fetish. Yeah. 
you know, and then yeah. you're just into that. And there's something wrong with that. I see how it feel good. Yeah. I'm so about the vacuum sealed latex beds. They're very expensive and very dangerous. Um, she was telling us a story about how one of the biggest, most like creative designers of latex wear died when his girlfriend went out of town and he was trying to use the latex vacuum sealed bed and got stuck in it and suffocated. Ugh. So yeah, there, cause some of them only have a hole for your mouth. Everything else is suction cupped down to this latex and true latex you have to be like oiled to get into it and it has to be kept in like temperatured rooms and oiled so it doesn't crack or get stiff a lot of people who are like they go to i don't know fucking blue boutique and get like a latex outfit it's not actual latex it's like a polysynthetic blend because real latex is very hard to take care of very hard to form fit you with like just buying a small medium large whatever sizing and it's super hard to take care of and it's very expensive so that's a whole other world of fetish that like is its own fucking thing yeah and that brings us to the to a a theme that will be reoccurring throughout all this fetishes are a lot of fucking work yes so much work oh my god all this oh my god even like so that was one of her rooms her second room has this whole entire rigging apparatus it looks like something that you could pull car parts out of it looks to me like a very small like uh what is it when like a zip line? Yeah. Like one of those, like it's like a, but it does look like something you'd pull a car engine out of the ground. Yes, with. exactly. And um, it's this huge metal apparatus that you would like hang something heavy from. But in this case, the heavy thing you're hanging from them are women and men you've tied up. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the shibari, that's what that's all about. So she's got a whole room and it's dedicated to that. These special ropes that are made in such a way. Mm-hmm. And then you tie people up uh, and it's almost like an art form. Not almost. It is absolutely, it is an, absolutely art form. an art form. The way in which you tie people up and the combination of knots and ropes and stuff and then you tie them up and it's almost sort of this like um autistic weight blanket thing where yeah. it just feels good to be constrained and tied and people really enjoy that some yeah. people enjoy being naked during it some people don't and then they like and then you can hang people and then you can have tied it in such a way that it's not cutting off the blood flow yeah. and it feels good just to dangle and almost be in like this weird womb type situation is what i've heard people describe it Mm -hmm. and so but then some people also like to be tied up like that and then just get their face hard fucked yeah so it's you know different strokes for different folks exactly there's a whole entire color array of like oh so you like shibari we can go from zero to a hundred real quick yeah oh do you like shibari do you just enjoy sort of weird art projects here's a lady laying down fully clothed tied up uh in your yard yeah. or also you could be tied up hung 30 feet in the air and then 50 guys will projectile ejaculate yeah, onto you. you know whatever you want you let us know <laughs> you know those two things are closely related not at all yeah so that's uh that is one way to do it so um also like all of the we already said it like all the stuff you imagine when you go to, like a sex shop and you're like lol ball gags you know yeah. they have all and she of course everyone has all that stuff um my personal favorite the gag with the ring yes for your your schwans yes or whatever yeah you put the in there. cock ring yeah 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 so that's good um yeah so she just had an insane amount of stuff 
Mm-hmm. And it's just like anyone who's been collecting anything for a long period of time, you just start to build and build. And then before you know it, your collection's out of control and you just have more stuff than you know what to do with. Yeah. And she just had that, but for fucking people. Yeah. Or not. Or not. Or yeah. just doing weird shit to people. And I say weird being things that I don't normally do to people. Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. All right. So let's... Let's talk about like what she told us and communicated because uh, we spent a lot of time like she showed us everything, but then she also like we talked to her about the community and a bunch of other things. Um, yeah, I would say um, I so like I met Kat when I was um, like 18 or 19 and I learned about the BDSM community and like the King community before like fucking Fifty Shades of Grey was popular, right? And when Fifty Shades of Grey came out, like, no offense to it. I think it's super fucking cool. I think that book movie saved a lot of people's, um, like, sex lives and, you know, opened a lot of doors for them. But I also think that it gave BDSM a bad name because the summary of, like, um, Fifty Shades of Grey is this very, like, topical um like not family friendly but kind of vanilla-ish version like they have a contract and if she breaks it all this shit happens and but he all doesn't he like butt rape her yeah he like breaks the contract and like she's really upset and the whole thing is like him dominating her and it seems like very forceful of him like he's taking advantage of the situation he's like low-key stalking his secretary and it kind of gives it a bad name because it's it's not that it can be, you know, it's just like, I don't know. I think it put a really weird picture of domination and masochism into BDSM when that is just one fucking letter in the name. Yeah. Yeah. It's really small part of it. And there's nothing wrong with making a popular book about someone who's into that part of it. They misrepresented it clearly though, because he doesn't always ask for permission for everything he does she's like doesn't know what's going on half the time Mm -hmm. it's just weird it's a weird like book i also vaguely remember when i used to work uh i used to work with kids so i work with lots of like lds women Mm -hmm. and i would be like what are you reading 50 shades of gray and she's like oh yeah like i totally am it's just a book it's fine and i was like i think a lot of why that book was popular was because it got just popular enough in popular culture that a, a huge amount of women who, who or men who want to consume pornography or pornographic content without being judged were like, I get a free pass on this one. Yeah. And so they're just like, so there's some lady who's like bearing her testimony meeting and then she goes home and reads about butt sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just yeah, like, Yeah, I mean, okay. good for her. She needs it. But also I think um, the summary of it is that it does a misrepresentation and it just shows you one flavor and one story. And it doesn't tell you that you can fucking flip it and reverse it. Like it just, there's so many different shades of gray. I mean, they do <laughs> communicate that like there's more. Cause I think I read like most of the first book. It was like an, it was like reading Animorphs. It was so easy to like, yeah, it's very blow through. It was like elementary. Goosebumps. Fucking it was like goosebumps writing. with butt sex. Yeah. Um, like it just misrepresents it because he does it wrong yeah they make it seem like abuse and like taking advantage yeah yeah and she her inner monologue the whole time is really unsure and if you think someone's unsure you don't you don't do anything with them yeah it's the the key fucking term through bdsm and through kinks and through 
these colorful arrays of different types of fetishes is consent, understanding, and strict guidelines. Like super consent. Super fucking consent. One of the reasons I think it's so hot when people are into this stuff is because they're so confident. Like if Mm -hmm. you find a person who's into this stuff, they're the kind of person who if they're going to sleep with you, they're going to look at you in the eyes and be like, I'm going to suck the skin off your dick. Like this is happening. There's no like weird sort of like, Oh, are we? Aren't we? Yeah. Why don't you kiss me and I'll see how I feel? Like, no. I want a girl who's like, it's going down here now. Like, you are going to get fucked. Yeah. And so... You don't fucking slip and fall into a sex dungeon from one (laughs) Tinder date. Like, that's not how it works. And I think that's how they made it seem there. And it's just like, that's not the truth of it. These people, when they come into this relationship... It is almost business-like at first. Totally. It's almost takes... It's so consensual and so regulated and there's so many rules that it almost it for me it legitimately takes all of the sexuality out of it Mm -hmm. to the point where i want nothing to do with it because i just can't do that much work yeah well like what we learned um we might be jumping ahead but like what we learned about the fetish houses locally is that they are legitimately a club. Like there's one that you have a black membership card to like a fucking platinum. You have to like take a class, get vetted by someone who already goes there, get like certified, behave yourself. They have like security guards and medical staff and Mm -hmm. like the referees essentially. Like it's a whole thing. I mean, it makes, and, and we all talked about this, us and cat, like how it makes so much sense that that's how it had to evolve for safety because there were a lot of situations where like people would come high or drunk and then they wouldn't be able to um, consent properly yeah. and tell people how their body was feeling and then they would go unconscious. Yeah, totally. You're going to, if you do that, you're just going to have like Jedediah at the party and they're going to be like, where's Carol? And he's going to be like, you know, I done forgot her. And then she's like hanging upside down dead in a yeah. room and he's like, well, yeah (laughs) whoops i've just i done had too many cores you know like you're just like okay well that's not good yeah so that's not happening and then like there's um age restrictions on some of these places like you can if you're an older partner of someone who's already a member you can come but if you guys like split up or break up you can't come if you're past that age because they want to keep it fresh and they want to like prevent that like those weird like things that people carry with them as they're in the scene for a while they want to keep it like fresh and interesting and that type of um you know like this sounds so bad to say but they don't want it to be like uh 80 old people just jerking which off is in a what corner. like a swingers party is yeah exactly i went to a swingers party once like not to participate but someone invited me and i was like yeah i want to mm-hmm. check this shit out yeah and it was just like exactly what it was like that bit from reno 911 mm-hmm. where like everyone was just old as fuck yeah and then they were just like not like listening to big bang music talking at band music bang <laughs> big bang music they're just there watching sheldon <laughs> everyone's getting horny no it's fucking it's not that but it's just like it's it is gross you're yeah. just like okay so everyone here is bald these ladies have liver spots in their pussies for yeah, sure you like, know like i'm not about it yeah they they do a good job of like you know keeping it regulated and whatever and and it, it makes sense that that's how things had to go and things had to become very businesslike. Um, you know, when you're potentially doing things that could, um, you know, like 
hurt someone like when you come into needle play and blood play Whoa. like there are people who are like actual like doctors nurses and professionals in that it's not just amateur hour i'm gonna poke around with a fucking needle like they're they're medical professionals there to make sure you're doing things correctly and in a safe manner and yes you heard that correctly needle play there yeah. are people who are way into other people putting needles in or around them. Yeah. And that is not okay. It's a little rough. I mean, um, I'm I mean, so fucked up over it. We're, we're like within three degrees of people who like to be hung by the giant meat hooks and like swung around. I know people who do suspension. Yeah. yeah the suspension thing, which is like low key needle play. Like they get pleasure it's, and I euphoria. I think it's high key. I think that's yeah. BDSM shit I mean, for real. Sure. Like, yeah. They do it at like fetish night. If you, will it's like they get a euphoria out of it um and this and the same thing for needle play it just doesn't look as cool i guess hey live your best life i just mean don't talk to me about it show me it or do yeah. whatever yeah one of the <laughs> fucking so seriously brutal. one of the stories that we heard about someone who was into um like severe needle play and like oh, medical no. stuff was um they were injected um, their pecs were injected with saline solution until it was like an engorged breast. You know what I mean? Ugh. So it was like engorged breasts on them. That's crazy. And then the and then the breast just like dissolved back down How to pecs. Do you find out you're into that? That's you know a banana peel. I don't want to slip on and find out. Like that yeah, just dude, sounds that's like what, that's what I'm so afraid of. That like someone will just like do something to me and I'll be like, great, this is my thing now. Great. You know, I didn't, I don't want to be like in the, when I was in New York, I didn't want like a homeless guy to throw shit on me. And I was like, Hey, fuck i'm into this you know like <laughs> yeah you know you're just like god damn it yeah. this is my thing i'm gross yeah i but don't so far i've never had it i've never liked anything and been like grossed out by it yeah i feel like i've just been like that's not for me you know what i mean i'll like i've been in a lot of situations where it's like um i'll give it a try you know it's like you know i'll take a little sip of the tea but then i'm like you know what thank you for sharing i appreciate you mm. but the, i this is not for me like I never again don't fucking talk about it don't put it near my face like <laughs> keep it the fuck away from me but thank you for giving me the opportunity <laughs> thank you so much for the tea if you ever make it in my house again i will fucking <laughs> yeah. kill you yeah i mean i've definitely had those <laughs> you experiences just throw it out here <laughs> you just put it on the table pull out a gun and start shooting at the cup <laughs> <laughs> fucking die yeah, forever yeah oh. i've like for sure had those situations but you know to each their own and i think that's the funnest part about um this community and what, learning about it what have you tried that you just hated that uh, was fetishy i almost had like uh, um <laughs> I like, God damn it. So this guy was like, we had these like anal beads, but they were not mm. anal beads. They were on like a mechanical vibrating stick basically. And he just kept what? being like, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going until almost like my wrist was in his asshole. And I was what? just like, you know what? How much ass this does this guy have? So much. I was just like, you know what? This isn't for me. Oh my <laughs> never God. Again. You never again. How how are you going to get half your hand in someone's ass before you realize it's not for you? I was just trying to be a good partner, a good sexual partner. And oh, then I was just no. like, you know what? 
I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a, I'm, you're like my uh, puppet at this, this point. This is awkward. I'm going to go ahead. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it's so brutal. Like, How do you, did you say anything or did you just finish up? Yeah. I mean, I finished up. I'm a gentleman. I finished <laughs> up and then I like scrubbed my whole body with bleach. And then I just like, so he left and then I just like sat there on my bed and I was just like, what the fuck just happened? He was in your house? Yeah. Having you just like stick hand fuck his butt yeah man it was a bummer <laughs> oh no yeah it was a big bummer Do you know what's really rough if <laughs> it was clean that means he spent like a day and a half like oh carefully monitoring what he was eating and making sure he was clean and like thinking about you yeah and being excited that he was gonna have stick hand up his butt <laughs> yeah and like just getting ready and like maybe telling one of his friends dude there's this girl pretty cool hands i'm gonna get one of them in my butt <laughs> straight up straight up it was un- it was clean and it was like one of those moments where after he left i just sat on the edge of my bed and it was just like hello darkness my old friend <laughs> was, was like, your dogs there my dogs are locked up thankfully they didn't, they didn't see they didn't need to see that they were no. in the living room thank You're god just like and y'all motherfuckers think we're gross for sniffing butts <laughs> you got you never seen me with a paw in another dog's <laughs> yeah. ass at the dog park i don't think my dogs would have been okay with me if they had seen that but yeah i was not okay with myself there for a minute i was just like how did that happen? So yeah, there have been situations where I was just like, <laughs> would, "That's not my cup of tea." This <laughs> is so bad. I have one. Tell me. I was <laughs> with a girl, and um, she's we were like, she was very like uh, BDSM, right? Mm-hmm. But not like in the community. This mm-hmm. is uh, we live. Uh, we're living in a place that doesn't have a community at this time, and uh, but she's really into like rough stuff, being tied up, ball gag. She's got toys. Mm-hmm. She's very like sexually open, and she's into it, you mm-hmm. know. And she's like, I'm very open. I'm like, yeah, whatever you will like, ask me to do the thing, and I'll do it. That's mm-hmm. my thing. I want to see you have fun. So uh, she's like listing all these things, and I'm doing them, and she's like, what the fuck, you're so nice and open-minded about this and she's getting excited and excited and then she's like i have the last thing i want the craziest thing Mm -hmm. like i'm into like i want like knife play like i want you to like take a knife and like push it against my skin like i want there to be a little bit of blood and i was like i will not be cutting you that's not a thing because no one's gonna believe the guy with face tattoos when they walk in and I'm like cutting a girl. Yeah. They're just like, and you go to jail forever now. Yeah. Okay. Ted Bundy, get yeah, the fucking yeah, car. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I'll try it though. Like I'm not into it, but like, let's do a little bit. Like I'm not afraid of a little blood, mm-hmm. especially if it's like in on your chest mm-hmm. and she's like, okay. So she's naked and she's standing there with like a razor and she like cuts the top of her boob. open. Oh, oh. not like crazy. Like she didn't need stitches or anything, but she slices it clearly and like all this blood drains down and like right when she did it i was like yeah i'm not into this <laughs> <laughs> so she just had to like go take a shower oh and my. put a band-aid on her boob and stuff oh and then she, i was like do you want to finish but like i like let her get so far yeah, no. like she cut her boob open oh and i was like ah, i'm good no, <laughs> i don't know about we've, this one we've 
<laughs> We've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she cut herself and the moment you saw the blood, you fainted. No, I don't <laughs> faint at blood, but it was just like she did it and it was such a like big deal for her. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not into this. And she's yeah. like, but I already did the thing. And I was like, uh, yeah, you shouldn't have yeah, done that. I mean, <laughs> oh, God, there's no way to find out but to do it. But I'm upset that we did. <laughs> yeah, it was a bummer. Yeah. I was, and I felt bad for her because she it was just so much. She just cut so her many boob steps. open. Yeah. And then you got to explain that later. What happened? Well, those are the guy, and I thought he was the most sexually open-minded person I've ever been with. So I was just like, oh, I'm going to cut my titty open, and then he was not into it. So yeah. Yeah, and now I have to super glue my titty. Yeah, I mean, fuck. That's oh, rough. poor girl. Poor, yeah, poor girl. Oof. So yeah. yeah, there's been, you know. Flagstaff, times. Arizona. It's a crazy place. Ooh, <laughs> <yeah>. Gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor lady. Yeah, that's oh, a fucking man. rough Just, night. It was so immediate, too. Like, she looked up at me like, and now we do it. And I was like, nah. No, no, don't fucking touch me. Get the fuck away. So um, as far as, like, her telling us about the community and how much consent and, like, how, how many rules and how regulated. Mm-hmm. That's the word we want regulated, regulated. um and how sort of almost like weirdly um tribal and sort of specific everyone is that has ended up breeding uh, also like this weird cult mm-hmm. mentality within certain people who like form their own special groups yep. and have classes or retreats yeah and then they think they're better than other people because they're like doing they're like, like the enlightened ones yeah it's almost like um bdsm by numbers yeah like attend our getaway and i'll show you how to whip flog and love your partner and it's yeah. like it's like the karate commercial guys from the 90s yeah and he's like he like walks into frame and there's like a gimp a lady <laughs> gimp and a guy gimp and he's like have you ever wanted to punish your partner but not known how and then he turns to camera two <laughs> and he's and like you can see the cameraman in the shot <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, mirror in the background clearly in the shot <laughs> tackle and grapple and he grabs someone and rolls on the ground and you're just like what the fuck and it's so lame but like i mean i appreciate that some people are into that and if you've ever done one of those classes like more power to you but it is weird that it spawned this weird sort of um like bdsm by numbers yeah community. it's yeah very bdsm by numbers it almost reminds me of like the fake gurus you know what i no, mean totally it's just like fake indian gurus where they're like yogis mm-hmm. and then they're like i'm your spiritual advisor i've reached enlightenment and these people are just so drawn to the magnetism of their personality and the knowledge they have and then they like once you sort of put someone on that pedestal you will feed your own image of them without yeah. realizing it yeah they'll say something to you and you'll be like i never would have thought of that that's amazing even though it's not and yeah people put bdsm people on that pedestal and then it becomes this weird sort of thing and uh that exists in the community apparently yeah which is so strange because it exists in a lot of like um alternative communities where it's like if you put a group of strangers together and they all come from all walks of life and whatever and you make them all bear their souls they're going to feel a certain type of connection to themselves they're going to feel better than the people who, they're going to feel more i don't want to say better but more um like prestigious than those who didn't experience that but it's like false prestige and it's weird that this community which is like a branch of deviance um 
has gotten this mainstream fake guru shit inside of it. It's very strange how it all happened, but it also doesn't surprise me group because think. exactly groupthink comes up no matter what you're doing or you know where it's, you're doing it. It's so funny because it's I think l- it, as humans, it's our greatest strength and our greatest weakness all at once. Mm-hmm. You know, groupthink is so positive but so negative, and for it to be effective and positive, you need individuals who are like very aware of their individuality with but willing to work in the group mm-hmm. in uh as far as bdsm is concerned there's a lot of people who the draw is not having to is is they're they're giving into their individuality as far as what they're into but once they're in the bdsm situation they're like i'm submissive the whole point of this is to turn my brain off yeah and and um enjoy not being in charge mm-hmm. and uh it's like a whole tough thing so uh there were we heard horror stories is what i want to say yeah we did hear horror stories and not of anyone getting hurt or anything just of like basically horror stories from like noelle and i's perspective for me a horror story isn't someone getting like their butthole fisted by noelle <laughs> you know like good good for that guy and i'm grossed out and i'll never sleep again yeah welcome but, to my life <laughs> right but i'm talking about like a, a horror story for me is something when i hear it and i cringe i don't yeah. like hearing about people who i think are fucking nerds yeah it's that's what it is it's like just people being nerdy and ridiculous and like it's it's very weird it's just it's so funny um like immediately when we started to learn about the politics of this community because they have to they're so fucking like not in the norm that they have to create their own little community to survive and protect themselves (laughs) Just, just imagine a man wearing like leather straps as a shirt with only his nipples showing and he's like got a cod piece and his balls are coming out of it Mm -hmm. and he's wearing leather chaps and like an ss hat and he's trying to like lecture you on being responsible you (laughs) know it's so yeah it's just like it's kind of silly it's kind of silly at this point but it's it all makes sense but it also felt very strange and nerdy to us like and i think um the overall summary that we got is that like especially learning about the politics of it all is that when people say they're into kinky stuff, they, they mean they want to have passionate sex. Yeah. That's like the, the both Noel and I came to that conclusion together, like immediately. Yes. Like, Oh, when people like you listening out there, probably if you're into kinky stuff, what you mean is you, you have like a very specific thing that you've admitted to yourself. You like Maybe it's cutting your boob. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. And that's, but that's not even really kinky. No. You just like passionate, heartfelt, intense sexual encounters, and you want to feed something that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. What the real kink community is, is like a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. Pe- it's a full time fucking people job. People willing to pay dues, people who think about it when they're not doing it constantly, people who are willing to change their life in order to experience this thing that gives them purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, their kink is their sport. It's their identity. Mm-hmm. It's their, 
it becomes a huge part of their life, which I mean, I'm a huge proponent of find something in your life and make it that. Yeah. I'm so about it and I completely support. Also, it's super weird. It is. I mean, it can get a little weird. I completely support everyone in the kink and BDSM community. I think what they do is um, incredible and requires so much adulting that we can't even comprehend. And, yeah, and both can, of us are trash people. So yeah. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to have to remember that I tied your hands up tight. Yeah. Like, you know, you have to know the pressure points on the body. Yeah. It's like, it's very fucking um, um, like almost clinical in a way and requires so much responsibility and consent. And like, it's this just, own, it's its own thing. Imagine and like, me tying someone up in like half an hour into it. They're like, what are, wait, are you tying me still? What are you doing? And I'm just above them, like jacking off. Like, yeah, man, I got real tired. Yeah, I'm just going to finish on to you. And then I think I'm going to call it a night. I can't yeah. follow through with this. My follow through, it's not this is so. so much work. But it's, it's so funny how people are like, I'm way kinky because I like opening up my phone in the middle of like a school day and, you know, at the University of Utah and I get a surprise dick pic or a boob pic and that's not being kinky. That's having a fun little spice, spicy, spicy sex life. I think that's even the bare minimum. Oh, for sure. I think that people don't realize, they think where kinky is isn't where it is. They don't realize that they're just doing what they should be doing. Yeah. I you should be yeah. excited by other people. You yeah. should be excited by your partner. Sexuality should be a huge part of your human experience yeah. if that's what you're into. Yeah. you sh If that's what you're into and you enjoy sex and sexuality... When I say that, I mean, because some people are like not into sex. Yeah, some people aren't. And that's sad and real. It's totally fine if that's their thing and like whatever. But if you're into sex, and you're into pleasure, then you should have a species spicy sex life. You yeah. should send and receive and you should, you know, put yourself out there and try new things and spice it up and be open minded. Slap a guy's dick. Sure. Just go for it. Squeeze it really fucking hard. No, like, that feels good. It can take more than you like, think it can. You know, do you know, have fun. Don't rip it off. Them. Don't I mean, Squeeze and pull. Maybe ah! <laughs> just yelling into it. Yell into it like a microphone. Yes. See what happens. We've heard that that's a good thing. So next you know, time you're fingering a girl, just ask it questions. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Like, what's your favorite color? You're like, hey, what's going on down here? And she's like, are you talking to me? You're like, shh. shh, shh this isn't you. for fucking you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's just like you know, have fun and. And if you are actually like, no, 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 this, this community sounds like it's for me, then like get into it, start go reaching online. out, go on FetLife, find your local community. You have to kind of be grandfathered Face in. Facebook is a legit resource for this. Yes, it really is. It's Look up Utah Ropes or something, yeah. Utah Rope Bondage, and you will find what you're looking yeah, for. Like you can get into it. You could even just test it out, dip your toes, but just know because you if you like being choked out a little bit and you like being spanked and you like being degraded during sex that doesn't mean that you're ready for this lifestyle and also if you go on that website it, an older gentleman named jerry will try to lick your butthole oh for fucking <laughs> yeah, sure jerry is out there he is for sure so it's like hey, kids, i just you like butts <laughs> <laughs> what are you liking the butts <laughs> Jerry, go away. I don't know you. <laughs> uh, I just want to know if you're into butts. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, get I, out, Jerry Shoe. I think it really opened our eyes. You know, it really. Yeah, because opened. to norm, when I talk to like even comedians who are trash people, uh -huh. they're like, wow, you're a fucking maniac in bed. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I am. Yeah. Because I know people like Cat. Yeah. And then 
Cat is like, oh, I'm not even close because people like X and Y exist. Yeah, she doesn't even. It's so funny. She's like, I'm not one of those. I'm not one of the, like the kingster. Like I am very fucking on the service and we are like no girl this is your (laughs) life she's like no 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 no. these are the people above me and it's just like it blows your mind to see that this is not just like slapping around in the bedroom or you know like i like being tied up or whatever it's like it's a fucking hobby it's a lifestyle and some of this has nothing to do with sex there are absolutely not financial domination there's people who just want to be told what to do during the day yeah like get a call and be like you can eat this now and that's it there is a girl on craigslist right now that wants to be kenneled like a dog for sure you know yeah there is a guy who wants you to change his diaper. Yeah. And that's all he wants once yep. a day. Yep. There yep. are people who want to like you to bathe in spaghetti and then they want to eat it. Sure. You know, and, and how do you figure out you're into that? Uh, I don't know. You have a terrible accident and you fall into a, a pool of spaghetti at a family and reunion. And you're like, no, I love this. <laughs> I mean, you know, figure it out. Oh my God. There's, you know, there's people who like being flogged and whipped and abused and that's it and the whole point of it which we learned when talking to cat was going on this roller coaster of emotions it's being um weak and powerless it's um, but overcoming yeah, physical finding adversity. resilience and power and strength and you know being on the verge of a breakdown while also finding like a new strength you literally experience euphoria during it and there's no penetration and sometimes it's not even sexual it's just an experience totally. of emotion there are people who want to like strip down of their underwear get flogged by a bdsm person and for them it's it's therapy in the way like some of you maybe getting a tattoo makes you feel better mm-hmm. or getting a shiatsu massage makes you feel better mm-hmm. or getting a really hard workout makes you feel better. Yeah. You know, and then it's so a lot of it isn't even sexual. Yeah. I would venture to guess more fetish stuff isn't sexual and is more about how you feel emotionally and mm-hmm. how you perceive the world and yourself than is like, I'm trying to get a nut. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's about the ex- the human experience and what it is to you and what it means to you and like really getting inside yeah exactly and how you interact with it it's it's really eye-opening and different and strange because i think we're all used to the topical version the media version and portrayal we've heard and that's not it at all there's some people who are just in it for this new experience that isn't um you know xyz penetration totally and um, yeah, it's just wild. It's so funny. I, I just like how I people assume I'm a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, no way. What about this person? And then there's like four levels above yeah. the person I think that is crazy. Yeah. is crazy. So that's always like just hilarious how that works um, and how it's like just a whole lifestyle. I don't know. It's just the whole thing is it's very intense. Yeah, it was really eye opening. I mean, it's 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 crazy to me to think like we know people and are people who like um experience things that are not vanilla you know what i mean like even shoving my hand up someone's ass like it's not technic you know it's not always (laughs) normal you say you're saying it like it's not technically normal no it's not even near normal (laughs) you don't act like it's even close to normal it's super over here let me normalize it so it's like you know we we do these things (laughs) but even for me to get there 
I we didn't sit down before and go, here's what I'm okay with, here's what I'm not okay with. You know what I mean? Like we yeah, didn't even he just and we could have been like, you know what, we're not gonna work. Bye. Find other people. And like that's what the BDSM community is. They're like, I'm never gonna talk to you, text you, call you, interact with you other than in this setting. And when we're here, you can't call me this, 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 and this. And the moment you develop feelings, we're done. We cut it off. You can't know about this, yeah. this, and this. It's Everything just like everything is thought of. It's like a yeah. bank robbery. It's yeah. like it's like if bank robberies but you're gonna put your hand in someone's butthole. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wish we would have had the conversation. Just imagine that guy with Noel's hand in his butthole, and he turns around and he goes, "Give me the money! <laughs> Give me it! Where's our driver?" Oh my god, what a fucking nightmare! <laughs> oh my god, did he? So he had nothing lost in there, though. I'm no. I mean, well, my fucking pride <laughs> and dignity. Your hand. My pride and dignity were lost inside of his asshole, and I've yet Ooh, to find them ever since. That's so crazy. Welcome my fucking life yo but anyway <laughs> i would have put the stick in one little bump and been like this is not for me <laughs> <laughs> i was more like enthralled Why do by guys who like their butts touched like you so much i put off that vibe are you touching butts now no tyler won't let me touch his butt and do i'm you okay want with to do it? no i'm totally okay with it you're gonna have it. i you're gonna have your hand in his butt within the week <laughs> <laughs> no he's gonna way. listen to this and be like you had half of it we're gonna need three fourths. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna let that guy beat me. <laughs> I hope not. Fucking kill me. Oh, gross. Uh, anyway. Um. Also, uh, just one more thing, and I shouldn't have to say it because this is freaky geeks and everything. But we do say people are weird or make fun of people for doing all these things, and I say it's nerdy as fuck. Mm-hmm. But like the whole point of what we do here on the podcast mm-hmm. is that everyone should live their best life yes. and do exactly what they want. Yes. But we're also allowed to perceive you the way we do. Yeah. Um, so I'm allowed to think what you do is nerdy, but you should do it and not give a fuck what I think. Cause I'm also a nerd to yeah. someone else. Yeah. Who knows who that person is. It might be, you, it might be someone else. We're all nerdy to someone. The point is to have fun making fun of people or poking fun or whatever you're going to do, but also to be supportive. Yeah, we are, we are 100% loving. It's like, I'm lovingly busting your balls for, uh, you know, pumping saline solution into your breasts. Y'all are fucked up. Yeah. You know, but I love (laughs) you. So I'm allowed to, so that's the thing. I, if I make fun of you and I don't like you, that's when it's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it reminds me of, um, for all the drag race listeners out there, RuPaul's drag race, they do, um, reading where they go to the library and they read each other they roast each other yeah and it and if people ever get offended rupaul is the first to be like no 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 no. this comes from a place of love we love you and we're your sisters and we love you and we support you and we're here for you but that also means girl we can have a fucking ball when you have a ratchet ass salty wig on like don't think we won't so that's that's where it all comes down to i know that we have listeners who actually are serious hardcore members of the bdsm kinky community and they fucking it's their life they make money off of it it's their hobby it's whatever and we fucking support you and all the shit you do as well as the people who every now and then like to get tied up blindfolded and spanked girl do your fucking thing but yeah yeah put your hand halfway in some guy's butt live your truth whatever that may be as everyone as, as long as everyone is of age and consenting we're fucking down for whatever you're doing yeah so yeah, and it's just to be this clear. This is the biggest shame-free 
free speech zone area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shame, but also self-aware enough to read. We're reading. We're reading. It's fine. Yeah, light reading. I just, I, this is a very specific thing that I don't want people to like think that we're being judgy because it's so, they already get judged so much. Yes. It's the only reason I say it. Yeah. Whereas when we do the episode about like the fitness people and we shit on them, it's like, yeah, they know we're goofing off. Being healthy is important. Yeah. Like, but you know, if you're a BDSM person, you probably get a lot of negativity. Yeah, you have to hide it from yeah, people. Yeah, for sure. Which is unfortunate. But also, if I was way into the community, I might hide it even if it was open, just because I don't want people I don't know talking to me about my dick. Yeah, you don't want people being like, oh, so I heard you're into this. So here's this thing. You don't become a like a the country counselor. Yeah, yeah. Tell like, me about ropes, and you're like, okay. Firstly, you're my grandma. Yeah, so I'm gonna come need on, you grandma. To leave right now. I just I didn't even want to fucking come here. It's Tuesday. <laughs> come the fuck on it's thanksgiving <laughs> can you not so yeah we get it it's it's a tough it's a weird community a hard community to be a part of so and you know all right so in summary what uh what did we learn what did we i learned a lot i learned so much i learned that um even the kinkiest people out there are nowhere near the kinkiest people out there. Right? There's I learned that they're super Saiyan kinksters. Yes. And yeah. then even past that, you go like Dragon Ball Z, like 2005, where they're like, just kidding, we're going to level up that. You know, like it doesn't stop. Just when you think it hits a point, there's like, oh, no, 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 no. Wait, there's these fucking yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And like, we're like the Krillin and Yamcha. Yes. Of, or the Bulma and we Krillin. We are Bulma. We are fucking <laughs> first episode, first not generation. Not even a fighter, just Not there. even, just there, got caught in a fucking car like Bulma. <laughs> yeah. We don't even know. Our tits are great. <laughs> we have great Bulma's blue hot. hair, but I oh, mean, yeah, we're very, girl. we're like monkey tailed, not even fucking close. Yeah, yeah. And there are like brawly legendary Super Saiyans out there yeah. just fucking blowing up planets. Yeah, and by so. blowing up planets, I mean hard fisting people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, I didn't learn because I already have so much experience with people who enjoy like taboo sex so like yeah like don't hit someone in the spine you know yeah yeah but like all that kind of stuff i was like already on board with yeah i've actually already played with the saint mark's cross and like a lot of the whips and the horse bridle and like i've seen the hats and everything and so um i've never done shibari it's yeah. just so much work like i said i just give up yeah we'll and I, don't, to... I do not like to be tied up yeah I will so freak out yeah i mean I, it's a whole other thing i mean we'll have to go back and like do a little fun with that but um because that's a whole other night on its own yeah but what i learned was more about and i kind of was semi-aware of how much consent and work goes into it but i wasn't really aware of how organized it was not on the like you and i talking to each other level mm -hmm. but on the overarching like we all know these rules. These are the rules mm -hmm. of the party. These yep. are the rule. These are the people who are in charge. These mm -hmm. are the people who are the medical staff. Like I didn't realize that it was almost organized like the military. Yes, very much. You know? And yeah. so that was crazy to me. It was also crazy to me to find out about the like weird culty 
people who do like BDSM like memberships and their own little weird organization and they think they're better than other people. Yeah, that was also very eye-opening to me. You know what's so funny is we said it in our very first episode about nerds. It's like, you you fucking read comic books. You're not better than anybody. Yeah. You you Cheeto dust-covered motherfuckers. Yeah. And listen, if you put on leather and you peg people, you're a nerd. You're not better than anybody. Nope. So like, it's just like... Stop charging everyone $50, John. It's fucking fine. Jerry, y'all like bots. Oh He's just God there again. It. Jerry, how did you even get here? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm everywhere. <laughs> I heard y'all like bots. If there's a butt, I'll be there. Dude, Jerry's the coolest guy to have at a wedding. Is there any objections? I want to know about bots. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it, Jerry. <laughs> God damn. Oh, man. But it, it is. It, yeah. So as far as like that's concerned, I was like, Oh, I can't believe there are BDSM people who think they're better than other people. But I can't believe there are cosplayers and nerds who think they're better than other yeah, people. Yeah, like color me fucking confused. Yeah, like you're not better than anyone, you fucking turd. Yeah. Like I'll throw... Yeah, anyway. So that's a whole nother... I could just complain about people who take themselves too seriously forever. But that's what surprised me the most. Mm-hmm. Is that I just figured if you were into BDSM, it's so niche. How could you? Yeah, how could you start a cult? You know? So fucking few and far between. Exactly. But you know what? To uh, Some people are going to do some weird shit. Yeah. And more power to them. I like how we are legitimately both like thinking it's weirder to think you're better than someone if you're into BDSM than it is that you had your hand halfway in someone's <laughs> ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. Oh I just have God. you guys can't see on the radio, but she like mimed it and it fucked me up. It was too much. <laughs> you have to go like this. You yeah, have to go made her, like she, the Italian hand. Like, like I'm a uh, fist to someone. Yeah, you have to start like that, like Italian man, like a uh, spicy meatball. <laughs> you have to start like that. Oh and then, no! And then you go. You can't. Or like if you were making your hand into a snake. Yeah, or a snake, snake butt. Snake <laughs> hand. Snake butt. Snake bite hand. Or if you you're doing like shitty hand puppet talking mouth what if you put a sock on your hand and you were no that's rough i mean you could but latex sock yeah a latex (laughs) sock i mean that's technically what a brutal is but anyway enough about me more about this (laughs) (laughs) well that's i mean i think we're about wrapped up yeah i agree um next time we're going to be talking about you you. our our little community in the kinksters in our community and also us yeah and our successful kink stuff, not just the things where we were like, oh, this is horrible, escape forever. Yeah, <laughs> never again. <laughs> Kill it with fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've never been so close to just chopping my arm off, it starting a new life. It would so cool <laughs> if you just left a business card in there. <laughs> I wish. Next, if you ever fist someone's butt for any reason, leave one of the Freaky Geeks cards. <laughs> He pulled out once. Oh my god! That's Listen a, to us. That's how we're called, like fucking Batman in the Bat Signal. You just like fart out a Freaky Geeks card. How come we don't have a Freaky Geeks butt plug? That's what I want to know. Make it happen. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to us rant and rave about who God knows. I don't even. We said some shit today. We did. We, we did. We did. But we enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Both of us got whipped for this episode to happen. So yeah. I hope that you enjoyed it. Yeah, I'll post those videos when this comes out. Oh, okay, cool. All right, well, hail fucking Satan, everybody. Hail Satan. 